Hello and welcome. My name is Dr. Kenitra Bryant, and today's motivational aim targets embrace your gift. Thank you for joining me as I cover this series entitled The Gift. This series primarily focuses on not rejecting the gifts God gives you just because they don't look like what you thought. I mean, it happens. God gives us a gift. We don't have the understanding to receive the gift. And before we know it, if we do not go to God in prayer asking for wisdom and discernment or another chance, we could miss out on some major blessings and opportunities. And if you haven't already, I encourage you to listen to parts one through five of this series as I target in on the motivational aim, embrace your gift. And I want to jump right on in with the scripture that supports this motivational aim Embrace your gift. The scripture is Matthew, the 25th chapter and the 14th through the 30th verse. And I'm going to go ahead and read it. For it is just like a man about to go on a journey. He called his own servants and entrusted his possessions to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two talents, and to another one talent, depending on each one's ability. Then he went on a journey. Immediately the man who had received five talents went, put them to work, and earned five more. In the same way, the man with the two earned two more. But the man who had received one talent went off, dug a hole in the ground, and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. The man who had received five talents approached, presented five more talents, and said, Master, you gave me five talents. See, I've earned five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things, I will put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. The man with two talents also approached. He said, Master, you gave me two talents. See, I've earned two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. The man who had received one talent also approached and said, Master, I know you. You're a harsh man, reaping where you haven't sown and gathering where you haven't scattered seed. So I was afraid and went off and hid your talent in the ground. See, you have what is yours. His master replied to him, You evil, lazy servant. If you knew that I reap where I haven't sown and gather where I haven't scattered, then you should have deposited my money with the bankers and I would have received my money back with interest when I returned. So take the talent from him and give it to the one who has 10 talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given and he will have more than enough. But from the one who does not have, Even what he has will be taken away from him. 
and throw this good for nothing servant into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So you just heard that and I encourage you to read it for yourself once again. But let's go through this passage of scripture to see what God did here. Now, Jesus is sharing a parable, but this parable is applicable in our lives. God entrusted one man with the gift of five talents. And before I go any further, remember a talent can be defined as a natural aptitude and ability or skill or a talent can be defined as a unit of currency. So God gives one person in scripture a gift of five talents. He gave another person two talents, and then he gave another person one talent. God gifts those talents to those people. The person who had the five talents, he put his gifts to work and he earned five more gifts from the gifts God granted him. The person who had the two talents, he put his gifts to work and he received two more talents or two more gifts from the gifts God granted him. But the person who had that one gift, that one talent, they went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid the gift God gave them. Time passes and it's time to see what those people did with the gifts God gave them. And the one who had the five showed how he earned more gifts and talents by putting his gifts to work. And the master told him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. You heard it. Then the man with the two gifts also approached his master and said, Master, you gave me two talents. You gave me two gifts. You gave me two abilities. I've earned two more. The master said, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Share your master's joy. The one who had that one gift, that one skill, that one ability, that one talent that God granted him. He tells the master, master, yeah, I know you. You are such a harsh man. You reap where you haven't sown and you gather where you haven't scattered seed. I was afraid and went off and hid your talent. Yeah, I hid that gift that you gave me in the ground. But here you go. Here it is. You can have what's yours. The master replied to him, you evil, lazy servant. And then the master takes the gift he gave that man and gave the gift, the talent, and the ability to the one who had the ten. And that is what Matthew, the 25th chapter, and the 28th through the 30th verse states. You heard it, but let me read it again. So take the talent from him and give it to the one who has 10 talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have more than enough. But from the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. 
and throw this good-for-nothing servant into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is why we need to embrace the gifts God gives us. Your gift might be totally different from my gifts, or we might have some of the same gifts that are similar, but we express those gifts in unique ways. Whenever God gives us a gift, we are supposed to embrace that gift. We're supposed to receive the gift and accept the gifts God gives us, and we are to do something with our gifts. We're to do something with our talents. We're to do something with our abilities. And let's just think, based off of just human interaction, life experiences, what do you do when someone gives you a gift? When most people receive a gift from someone, you know what they do with that? They use the gift. They utilize the gift. If someone receives a gift card to a place, a gas station, a restaurant, a store, what do most people do with that? They utilize the gift. And when they use that gift or that gift card, they obtain something in the process. They're getting something when they use that gift card. For example, let's say somebody gives me a gift. And the gift is a gift card to Amazon, Target, Walmart, or it could be a Visa or a Master gift card. And what would I do? Let me tell you what I'd do. I'd take that gift card, go to the store or shop online, and I would redeem that gift to get more things. Let's say it was a $25 gift card. What I would do is utilize that gift of $25 and I would purchase $25 worth of things. And what generally happens when somebody gives you or gifts you a gift card? They come to you, they speak to you, they do something indicating or asking you, hey, how was that gift card? Did the gift card work out for you? What did you get? Just out of curiosity. Oh, okay, I'm so glad it worked out. So glad I was able to give you something that you could use. And when they ask those questions, what do you tell them? Oh, thank you for that gift card. I was able to do bam, bam, boom. Thank you so much. See, that interaction is for the receiver and the giver. The receiver is telling the giver, I had that gift card. I put that gift to work. And when I put that gift to work, I was able to acquire some more items, some more gifts. Now, when we have that exchange with the giver and the receiver, just utilizing this gift card example, we're showing the one who gave us the gift that we are appreciative, and it shows the giver that we put that gift to work. And it even puts us in a position as the receiver to receive more gifts. So if the giver wants to give us something in the future, they think about the gift 
they gave us, how we utilize the gift to acquire something else or some more things. And they see, okay, they're worthy of giving gifts too. They appreciate gifts. They use their gifts. They embraced the gift I gave them because they put that gift to work. Same thing if somebody gives you a gift card to a restaurant or sends you some money via Zelle straight to your bank account. When that person gives you that money, you're putting that money to work. If somebody gave you a gift card to a restaurant and it's a restaurant that you like, or let me speak for myself, a restaurant I like of some money so I can go to a restaurant I like, oh, please believe I am putting that gift to work. I'm going to embrace that gift. I'm going to embrace that food. I'm going to embrace that dessert that I'm going to ask for, eat, and enjoy. All those beverages, all those appetizers, I'm going to embrace it. And when the giver asks me, hey, did you enjoy that uh, gift card? You know, I sent you some money, lunch on me. Sent you a gift card to your favorite restaurant. Did you get anything? Oh, yes, I have the pictures to prove it just for you. Right here. This is what I ordered. Dessert, too. All these drinks, all this bread. Boy, I tore it up. And don't let somebody give me a gift card for some gas. Did you use it? Sure did. Here's the receipt. Here's the picture of the gas gauge. Full tank. I want you to know I utilize gifts. I put gifts to work. And once again, the person who gave the gift, they see that you're faithful with the few that they gave you. Now, let's jump to the person who receives a gift from a giver. And they don't put that gift to work. Somebody blesses them, gives them some money. It could have been at a restaurant. It could be the examples I gave earlier, a master gift card, visa gift card, whatever it is. What if the person gave, the giver gave this gift to the person who received it, and that person did not put that gift to work? They received a gift card from someone or they received cash from someone and they take the gift card, they take the cash, they take the check, they take the money order, they take the cashier's check and they go dig a hole in the ground and bury that gift in the ground. They actually put in work to get a shovel pick up some dirt, and put that money in the ground. And when the giver asked him, Hey, uh, how was your birthday? Did you enjoy your birthday? I mean, were you able to use that gift I gave you? And the person who received that gift from the giver tells them, Yeah, I buried that. I went outside and just got a shovel you know, dug up some dirt and put the gift you gave me in the ground because I knew you were going to ask me about it. I didn't want to embrace it. And you're just so harsh. So I was like, you know what? Let me just dig this hole in the ground and put this in there. When they ask for it, I'll just give it back to them. 
I don't want to embrace that gift. I mean, they always just giving. They could just be giving to get. See, some of y'all listening to this example, it's very upsetting because you know this is wrong to do to someone and you know or you've experienced somebody doing that to you, taking the very thing you've given them. You sacrificed. You gave them something of value, quality. And it is like they went outside, dug up some dirt, and put your gift in the ground and buried it. But it's absolutely absurd and disrespectful for someone to receive something from you and bury it. It's dead to them. They don't want to use it, and they won't use it. And they want you to know they won't use it, and they disrespect you as they go get what you gave them is dirty. Now it's understandable why the master was delighted to hear that the two servants with the gifts that were used put them to work. And it's understandable on why the master was angry to hear how that one servant did absolutely nothing with the gift. The one who didn't embrace the gift That gift that was given to him was given to the one with the ten gifts. When God gives us gifts, we need to embrace the gift. If you don't know what to do with the talents and the gifts God gives you, you might want to go to God in prayer and ask him to show you what to do and how to use the gifts, the talents, the abilities He's given you. But when you pray, you need to obey and don't just sit there thinking, well, let me not embrace these gifts. No, you need to embrace your gifts. Don't bury your gifts. In due time, when you embrace the gifts God grants you, you will increase. I mean, this happens with people who have a talent and they don't use that talent And when they don't work on that talent or they don't put that talent to work, they get rusty. Shout out to Rusty. But when they use their talent and when they use that gift and they embrace their gifts, they receive more. They receive more talent, more knowledge, more opportunities. But the gift has to be used. The gift has to be embraced. And if God has blessed you with gifts in communication, if God has blessed you with talents in understanding, if God has blessed you with the ability in revelation, completing tasks, loving others, displaying peace, if you have the gift of a great smile, the gift of advice, the gift of friendliness, kindness, compassion, forgiveness, the gift of helping others, the gift of serving others, the gift of making people feel special, valuable. You could have the gift of decorating, creating, or just doing something. Just a God-honoring gift. It's important to utilize those gifts. Don't bury them. Don't. If God gives you gifts of favor, Increase, overflow, abundance, beauty, a brain, 
Don't bury your gifts. Do not. Because some people do that. God gives them great gifts. But since the people around them can't take or they don't want to recognize how outstanding the gifts are that God has given them or God has given you, people make the mistake to go bury their gifts. They bury their gifts because somebody doesn't recognize the gift or somebody dogs the gifts that God gave them. So instead of utilizing the gift and putting the gift to work, they rather bury it so people won't talk about them. You know, God grants individuals with the gift of beauty. I mean, they are attractive. But instead of walking in the gift of beauty, they go bury their gift. They won't embrace the gift of beauty so they can appease some rats. They don't want the rats in the rat's nest to tell them, Oh, there you go. So you think you're beautiful now? Always trying to be beautiful over here. And instead of just embracing the beauty God gave them, they want to go fit in with the rat. And they go buy a rat coat, some rat teeth, a rat hat, and some rat fragrance just to fit in. No, God didn't tell you to be a rat. He told you to utilize and work your gift of beauty. Work your gift of intelligence. Work your gift of creativity. Work your gift of being unique. Work your gift wearing your hair the way you want to wear it. Work your gift. Work your gift of purchasing the things God told you to purchase. And if it's better than somebody else's who didn't manage their money and the gifts God gave them, that has nothing to do with you. Work your gift. Embrace your gift of being an intellectual. You're smart. You can think. You have common sense. Don't dumb yourself down. God grants someone the gift of having and using their brain. They have some sense. They can think through things. They are quick on their feet. And someone has the audacity to tell that person God gifted in smartness. I mean, why you have to be so smart? Oh, so you want to finish your task? You want to complete what God tells you to do? I mean, it's like you're a nerd or something. You need to be like me. Take your time. You don't have to think. See, the person talking to the person God gifted in smartness, telling them not to utilize the gifts God gave them, they're dumb. It's dumb. Don't bury your gifts just because someone who is incompetent can't comprehend the gifts God gave you. I mean, what is it going to come to? Are you not going to receive a promotion from work because somebody wants you to bury your gifts? You're not going to have great relationships with your loved ones, your spouse, your family, your children, your siblings, your parents, your friends, because someone wants you to bury your gifts. You're not going to keep yourself up and look nice because someone wants you to bury your gifts. I mean, let's not forget, 
If the individuals who are telling you to bear your gifts are making you feel uncomfortable where you want to bear your gifts around them, if they had the opportunity and God granted them the same gifts he gave you in beauty, smartness, or whatever it is, they would throw them gifts in your face. They wouldn't bury them for nothing. They would want you and everybody around you to see the gifts God gave them. So why are you burying yours? I mean, you're not going to go for a walk and exercise and eat healthy because someone wants you to bury your gift and they don't appreciate you taking care of yourself all because they refuse to take care of their self? No. I mean... You're not going to pray to God and read your Bible all because someone wants you to bury your gift. They want you to bury the truth and revelation and the knowledge of God all because they don't want to read the Bible and be held accountable. I mean, what's going on? Don't bury your gift. We don't have time for God telling us that we are lazy and evil when he gave us gifts we aren't putting to work. And then he takes what he gave us and gives it to someone else. No. Embrace your gift. The aim is to use the gifts God gives because when we embrace the gifts our Father gives us, we see the gifts are gifts within gifts and they have the potential to unlock more gifts that we can use to bless others as well as ourselves. And there are a few reasons why some people don't embrace their gifts And one reason could be someone had no idea how valuable the gift was or the gift is. They possibly understood the gift was worth something, but didn't know the value or the true value of the gift. I mean, the gift could have been presented as a seed. And the person who received the seed or the gift, they had no idea that that gift would produce an abundant harvest of other gifts in that person's life. That's why I said it was a gift within a gift. But all they saw was the seed of the gift. They had no understanding that the seed was a divine blessing to take them and their family to higher heights for a very long time where they didn't have to want for anything. Another reason someone might not embrace the gifts God gives It could be due to their fears. The gift could be so great, they don't see themselves as valuable. They don't feel that they have the know-how or they know how to work the gift. They don't feel like they have the wisdom on how to care for the gift, how to hold the gift or maintain the gift. So instead of looking at, wow, God, God the Father gave me this gift. My father would only bless me if he knew I could handle what he was blessing me with. Apparently, I am ready. They don't think like that. They just shrink back listening to Satan, listening to their enemies, listening to people who don't know how to spell gift. And then they're listening to people who have no idea what a gift is. And these people tell them, um... No, you can't handle that gift. You don't know what to do with that. You need to get rid of that. 
don't embrace that gift from God. Another reason I believe individuals don't embrace their gifts God gave them, it could be they don't want to follow the conditions from the divine gift giver. See, God examines what we do with the gifts he gives us. I mean, it's just like what God did in scripture with those three men. God gave them all a gift and he came back to examine what they did with the gift. Jumping back to scripture, when God gave the one with the five and the one with the two talents their gifts, those two men did something with their gifts. And the servant who received that one gift did absolutely nothing with that gift. Why? He didn't want to do anything with the gift. The master saw he was valuable. He was able. He had the talent. He had the talent. But he didn't utilize that talent. And if he had the talent, the talent was a gift. He didn't want to utilize the gift. Because the gift came with conditions where the individual had to do something. And some people don't want gifts because those gifts come with responsibilities. The responsibilities associated with the gift in their mind is a burden. They don't want to do all of that. I mean, I just want a gift. I just want a talent. You're talking about put it to work? Go work? I'm trying to work. I mean, I just want talent. I just want a whole lot of talent to use on my time. I mean, what's all these abilities you're trying to give me? Abilities come with requirements. And when people know I have an ability, they'll be asking me to do stuff. And I'm not trying to do nothing. Mm-mm. And then you giving me these gifts and I'm not trying to utilize this. I don't want that. See, that's why it was wicked. It was evil. So instead of receiving the gift and utilizing the gift and embracing the gift, the receiver just rejected the gift altogether. Another reason I believe some people reject good God-honoring gifts, it could be because they are deceived and they just have a hard heart. They could be operating in guilt, shame, regret, pride, worry, embarrassment. And they have the gift, but Satan comes right on in and snatches the gift up from that person. And any revelation they could have received from that gift is taken away. So the aim is to not look at the gifts God gives us as something we need to hide. And we don't need to look at any gift God gives us as if we can't use it. It's a burden. I have to work it. No, any gift God grants us can be multiplied and it can be used for our benefit. God doesn't give us gifts that have no purpose. We need to embrace our gifts as we give glory to God. And a scripture I would like to review with you once more is Matthew, the 25th chapter and the 28th 
through the 30th verse. And it states, So take the talent from him and give it to the one who has ten talents. For to everyone who has, more will be given, and he will have more than enough. But from the one who does not have, even what he has will be taken away from him. And throw this good-for-nothing servant into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Embrace every gift your Heavenly Father gives you. Thank you for tuning in. Feel free to visit drkenitrabryant.com to check out some resources and apparel I have on the site. Also, feel free to share this episode or this series with someone you know. Peace and God bless.